Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast, brought to you by BaldMove.com. We're the officially unofficial podcast for Netflix's new show, Orange is the New Black. It's actually returning for season two. I'm wrong on all counts. I'm your host, Aaron. <laughs> Joining me is uh, Cecily, my girlfriend, my paramour. That's me. Uh, Amy from The Because Show, sister podcast, Hi. The Bald Move. And Hi, uh, superstar listener, uh, all-star fan, frequent contributor to The Because Show, winner <laughs> of the Kindle Fire, P. Elani. That's right. Aloha, everybody. Mm-hmm. I had an idea because I really loved Orange is the New Black. But I felt like having this all-women's prison show be a total sausage fest would be a total loser. So I wanted to bring some female perspective. And to that end, I've got not only the ladies joining me today, but I've got Kelly from Up Years Downstairs, another sister podcast on Bald Move. And also Nina uh, Perez from Project Fandom will be joining me as well. We're going to have a rotating cast. It's not going to be four voices at once, crazy like that. But we want to kind of kick things off and talk about... Uh, if you want a good background of season one, Amy and Susan and I, uh, also from the Because Show, we did a wrap up of season one, and you can listen to that on the Because Show episode eighty three, Orange is the New Black. I will link that directly in the show notes. So if you're hearing this, look on the show notes, and you can click right there. If you want a refresher, there's also a trailer that Netflix has put on on YouTube. One thing I wanted to talk about tonight is some hopes that we have for the new season, uh, some things we're nervous about, and one solid prediction from each of you. So let's talk about what are some things we're hoping to see, hoping to get answers for, uh, hoping to witness in the new season. And anybody can go. Hmm. I can't wait to see how much little Boo, Big Boo's puppy, has grown. <laughs> little Boo. The puppy. Little Boo. Yeah, we have no idea how much time is going to elapse. I mean, we're guessing that Piper, you know, she beat the shit out of Pencil uh, Tucky mm-hmm. last episode. In fact, we kind of had a debate on the podcast about whether she beat her to death. I think. Did we already? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I'm already breaking the rules. Have we already talked about um, what we think might happen with that? I can't. I can't remember what I talked about last time with Pencil Tucky. Well, yeah. since I just listened to that cast, I will say that. Um, you did have a bit of a debate on whether Pensatucky survived or not. And okay. it was a really good conversation. So maybe we should start there really quickly. I mean, I have well, the I, answer. I have more to add on that one. I guess I, that could be my prediction. I have the answer. Okay. And I don't, if you, if you consider casting news, spoiler, maybe switch off now because we're going to talk about <laughs> the girl that plays Pensatucky has been signed on as a series regular. So she's, okay. well, she's that kind of tells us. Yeah. Um, That's what I think. Do you think she finally got, do you think that, uh, Piper knocked enough teeth out that she finally got the teeth, uh, job that she wanted all season? Yes, that's what I think. That's so exactly she, what I think. I think it'll work in Piper's favor. Okay. Um, however, she did really beat this woman down. Mm-hmm. She was probably going to be in the shoe for some time, kind of going hand in hand with Cecily's question. How old is little boo going to be? Uh, how much time forward are we going to flash? What are we thinking? Like a couple months, six months, certainly not a year. You wouldn't spend a year in a hole. Would you, how much solitary time would you get for? I don't know. Beating a person near to death. And is Healy going to get in trouble? Cause he let it happen. Yeah. True. That's the only witness. And not only did he let it happen, but he could say whatever he wants to say as far as who started it and all that. 
But maybe then he'd have to admit that he sat and watched it. So maybe she didn't go to the shoe at all. Mm. Mm. I've seen the previews. Yeah, the trailer makes it seem like she's in, but you don't know if she's in the shoe for that or some other reason. Because she got oh. thrown in the shoe last year just for being a lesbian. And Healy, I know, I was and, thinking that, and Healy being a homophobe. Yeah. I was just thinking that, um, you know, if Healy wants to sort of get revenge on her, maybe she's sent away, not even in the shoe, but someplace else. Maybe. Ooh. Because that was a pretty violent crime she committed on Pentateke. Sure. Maybe she's sent to a higher security prison. Right. Well, then we wouldn't have a show. With well, all of our favorite I would, characters. Back. No, actually, I think that'd be improvement because I think Piper is the least interesting oh, character right. on the show. Send Piper away. We stay <laughs> at the prison. Yeah, we stay at the minimum security prison. Send Piper away to do hard time. And we can <laughs> spend more time with Tasty and Pousset and uh, all of our other crazy eyes, all of our other favorites. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, because Piper's no longer the, the sort of outsider, right? She's no longer the golden girl. She's really a part of the culture of the prison now. That's true, and that's what I think. See her being Sidley. Yeah, I think that would be interesting next season to see that. Not only is she part of the culture, but she just, yeah, she just almost killed somebody. I don't know what that yeah. will do for status in the prison, but it's it, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's got to be. It maybe hate her even more. <laughs> Either hate her, maybe she'll actually have some respect. Um, what mm-hmm. else? So we got uh, little boo. What else are we looking forward to? I think more of all everybody. Um, Oh, my God, I forgot the character's name. Cecily, you're going to have to help me. But who is that cute New Jersey girl with the red lipstick and oh, the gum? That's uh, that's Lorna. Oh, I love her. Oh, I love I oh my gosh, I totally forgot about her. She's so adorable. And I think that actress is actually Australian or something. But really? um, she's not American. But, yeah, I love that character. I do. I love her as well. Um, my res- Maybe I shouldn't say that. I think my respect for her went down a little bit when I found out that she was off her rocker. <laughs> When I realized that she wasn't actually planning a real wedding. Oh, yeah. I know. It was oh. a smile there. Poor Lorna. It didn't make you no, feel sorry for her? Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I guess I just wanted to know more. But you lost respect. <laughs> I did. It's, it's a prison version of saying in you know when you're in junior high that your your girlfriend or boyfriend is out of state. Well, it's it Canada, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I liked it, though. I liked how... Um, <laughs> Just that nothing is as it seems, you know, like yes. you think you have someone kind of cheerful and normal, no big deal. And then it's just like, it's totally messed up. <laughs> um, who else? Speaking of people's backstories and being messed up, I'm really interested in seeing uh, some backstory for Crazy Eyes. Oh, I want more Crazy Eyes for Be- sure. Because she's got that waspy parent background, but she also seems legitimately like she's got a screw loose. But she's also capable of writing beat poetry and reciting Shakespeare at the drop of the hat. That is an interesting background. Yeah, she became a really compelling character. I'm, I think a lot of people felt that way. Hopefully, they'll have a lot more of her backstory. Any other prisoners we want to know more about? No, Crazy Eyes was number one on my list. I loved how she was just sort of no filter, sort of socially awkward about things. But we learned that she has got this really big heart. And I loved, you know, she threw her pie for Piper. That's like one of my favorite episodes. Uh-huh. I just love that. I just and, have this uh, crazy the actress idea. who plays her, Uzo Aduba, she's amazing. She's so incredibly talented. She really is. I'm looking forward to hearing more about her she's and a- Mummy and Daddy. <laughs> yeah. 
What if Crazy Eyes is just pretending to be crazy because she knows that's how a really smart person survives in a brutal women's ah, prison? She's really yeah. got this complex, uh, like, arts degree background, and she's really intelligent and refined, but she's just pretending to be psychotic to keep people off of her? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's her performance art project for her senior thesis. <laughs> I could yeah. totally get behind yeah. that. Yeah, I hope she gets an A. <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys, um, this might be a little bit of looking forward to, this might be a little bit of being nervous. What do you guys think about the love triangle slash relationship slash scam that's going on between Daya and the cute prison guard Bennett and the pervy prison guard Pornstash? Oh, Pornstash. Are we wanting to see, are we wanting to see more of that? Are we wanting to see that draw to a quick close? What, where are you at on that? That was my, what I'm most nervous about because I really, I liked what they were doing with Diane and Bennett because I'm a sap and I like all that romance. Mm-hmm. But when she went through that whole, I'm going to sleep with porn stash to frame him and, you know, sort of quote unquote protect Bennett. Right. I was so pissed. I thought, are you really that stupid? Yeah. Um, you know, Jeff and I have this relationship with the guy who seems like he honestly likes you mm-hmm. and, uh, and do whatever she did with porn stash, which is really disgusting, by the way. I mean, sleep. Well, especially since she didn't, there was nothing that, I mean, she didn't include Bennett in any of those plans. It's just like, right. this is, we, I think this is the best way to go about this, regardless of what you may think. And, you know, I feel that's, that's man or woman doing that when you take someone's agency away. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. That's, that could go dark places. I'm going to need, that's why I'm nervous about it. What'd you say, Amy? Oh, I'm going to see, I'm going to need to see a lot more porn stash though, because he's awesome. <laughs> He's so horrible, but he's so awesome. Now, here's something that you and me and Susan were uh, kind of argued about last year, and that's mm-hmm. what you guys felt about Laura Preppen's character and Laura Preppen in general. Uh, I was disappointed that at the end of the last season, we heard that she was only going to be back for one episode to tie up her plot. You guys mm-hmm. were like, yay, we hate her. No, uh, I didn't say I can't no, believe I don't think that. Maybe Susan did then. I know one of you really hated her. Or I've made the whole conversation up in my mind. <laughs> That's not I, ringing any bells for me. Okay. Memory of hating her. I think Susan even said that she adored her. Oh. She thought she was really hot. Maybe, yeah. may, maybe I hated her, and I'm just starting <laughs> shit for no reason. <laughs> well, it's I don't a really like her. Well, well yes. Cecily's taken. <laughs> Cecily's going to own it. You don't really like her. I don't really like her, but I do appreciate her character as a foil for Piper. Well, so I've heard that her contract got extended to four episodes. It's still going to be just to wrap up her plot that she wants off the show, which is puzzling. But they're going to have, I felt like one episode is a lot to try to shoehorn that in. Four episodes feels like a more organic way to wrap something up. So I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. They can also do Um, a lot more in flashbacks. Sure. Sure. Cecily, what don't you like about her? Is it the actress or the character? Um, I like the actress. It's the character. Um, I just, I don't know that I like, uh, Piper and Alex. I think Alex is a little bit pretentious. Well, Mm -hmm. see, I think they're both the, the two more, most terrible characters on the show. Agreed. Uh, Well, with Larry, he's the, he's the worst. That's Piper's fiance. Oh, yeah. But I don't like any, in fact, that's kind of the thing that I'm most nervous about that I don't know that Gingy, uh, the showrunner gets the fact that Piper is not the star attraction that I could care. I could give two shits about what happened to her, what happened to Larry, what happens to Alex. I want to know more about the other prisoners and what's going on with them. 
And I hope that she feels that way too. Else it's going to be a long season for me. Yeah. But you know what? I think that the, um, in a lot of ways, those secondary characters are probably easier to write. I think they probably are just naturally, those kind of characters are actually probably naturally more compelling and more fun because they don't have to be quite as dimensional and complex Hmm. and they don't have to carry the story as much. So I wonder if any, whoever was the main character, like if all of a sudden Lorna became the main character, if she would start getting on our nerves too, because Hmm. she was less sort of less fun, less funny and dynamic. That's a a solid point. Not having them have having to carry the main plot allows them to be more colorful and interesting because they don't have, they're not involved in any of the mechanics of what's making the show run. Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah, Piper is our hmm? also Piper is our only link to her awesome brother on the outside. Cal, <laughs> that's true. He is awesome. That is true. <laughs> I would like to see more Cal. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Anything else? Uh, we kind of shifted over to things we're nervous about. Uh, anybody got anything else? I'm nervous that it's going to be too different than the first season. I know I said this in the recap, but this it's just going to go too fast. It's going to be too hugely different. It's going to not lose momentum, but have so much momentum that it will just like, I'm just, we'll have whiplash a little bit over how much is happening. I hope it just keeps on that nice sort of slowish pace and lets everybody develop and feels organic. Hmm. It did benefit from being kind of like the critical underdog. You know, yeah. there's so much expectations on like house of cards and True. everybody's kind of like, eh, it's all right. I'm a huge fan. But then Orange and the New Black came out and everybody loved it because there's yeah. very low, I guess, expectations. Now, probably doesn't have those low expectations anymore. Well, very Amy, true. what do you think could change? I mean, they're all stuck in that prison. Um, I think, yeah, they'll also be in the prison. I guess I'm just nervous that like the relationships will change. There'll be more drama, more violence. I mean, I want all those things, but not so much that there's so many changes that I can't really keep up. It's like the difference between having um, Laura Prepon's character on and trying to wrap it up in one episode versus trying to have an arc over four episodes, I guess is the best way to put it. Right. And there's a difference between like orange to the black large cast and like game of Thrones, large cast, you know, it's like, (laughs) yeah. Keep a track of 50 people is one thing. Keep a track of 150 is another. (laughs) Right. I also kind of, Amy, I hear you saying a little bit like we don't want this minimum security prison to turn into Oz. Right. Yeah, that's we it. like that they can hang out in their cells and, you know, they've got decor up and they can make this cup of noodles and they can hang out together versus sort of too much violence, et cetera. Yeah, that, yeah, that's also true. Oh, I'm nervous because that flies in the face of one of my predictions. Oh, talk to me, talk to me. Uh, so one of my predictions is a lot of uh, teasing went on and like playing with the threat of violence last year. And Mm -hmm. the only person that actually died, uh, Pencil Tucky got beat down, apparently. But the only person that died was Cornrows. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't as a result of any kind of violence. It was uh, drug-related. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this Mm -hmm. year that Chekhov screwdriver is going to go off and someone's going (laughs) to die. Someone is going to die. You may be right. So it's no no longer going to be a sex toy. (laughs) <laughs> exactly um it's it's going to be scr- someone's going to get screwed in a different way with it um no, I, so, so i don't like i said i don't think it's going to slip into oz but we always had this kind of undercurrent of menace with around some of these characters and i think you know judging from the trailer i saw that they're introducing a couple other heavyweights and 
Uh, it just seems like it's going to go to some dark place and not, not dominate the whole season, but that's anyway, that's my crackpot theory prediction. Hmm. Hmm. I, I think that's a pretty solid, uh, solid guess there. Anybody yeah, else? I respect you that you made a stake. That's, that's good. I respect <laughs> it. I, I didn't I, go there though. If there's one thing, I'm never afraid to be hilariously wrong. So, <laughs> uh, anybody else want to stake out a claim? I'm going to be keeping score on at home. So I have to say, you know what I hope they don't do? And I don't know if this is going to be very popular. Mm. Um, I hope they don't have a dumb talent show where everybody happens to just have the voice <laughs> of angels again. Mm. <laughs> that annoyed me. Yeah. Yeah. You can't pull, you can't go back to that well very often. No. And it just felt so fake and show offy. I did not like it. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of a lazy thing to do on a television show. Right, it's like okay, we've got two more episodes. Let's throw in a talent show for one of them because we don't want to be creative about our writing. Right. <laughs> well, that too, but also it's like everybody, their voices were incredible, and like <laughs> how often, you know, and when that woman who doesn't talk, and all of a sudden she has this voice, like I was just like, come on, right? Sure, you know, that's right. <laughs> you know, I don't have a solid prediction on the show because I, I feel like I've been so far away from it, but I do have a confession. Okay, Ooh. better. I actually thought that the show was going to be a comedy, not really a dramedy. Ah. And part of it is because um, when I looked at the promo pictures that were posted on Netflix, or even the posters around town, uh, for those listeners out there, I live in Los Angeles, so television shows come out and we see them everywhere on billboards. Sure. Um, but the caricatures of the women just seemed so, um, you know, extreme. I thought, oh, they must be just doing another sort of show about a women's prison where it's either going to be a comedy completely or sort of a softcore porn thing. <laughs> and I wasn't sure what was going to happen with this. And then I also saw Jason Biggs, which to me, I think of, you know, American Pie movies sure. and, and just sort of comedy, comedy. And he was the only name that I really recognized um, aside from the woman who plays Sophia because she's a, a big LGBT activist. And so I really thought the show was just going to be a comedy. It took me two episodes to be like, all right, wait, what am I watching here? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's got a good mix. So, yeah. It does have a little softcore porn moments. Uh, <laughs> it does have a little comedy. But yeah, it does have a, a definitely solid drama uh, backbone to hang all that stuff on. Yeah. And it is hilarious in places. It oh, is yeah. very in places. Uh, who else? Uh, anyone else got predictions? What do you think is going to happen with Fig? Is she the warden? No, she's not the she's warden. The, she's like something, a correctional commissioner or something. She's she runs. She's the, the boss, and she might run several oh. prisons, and she, apparently she's embezzling the shit out yeah. of things. I think that's probably oh, she play a bigger role this season. Do you think? That was left sort of open-ended, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're going to get a new commissioner that cracks down on the prison? I don't know, and I wonder if... I mean, mm. would would it be unrealistic to have the girls, the women of the prison, in on bringing her down somehow? Because Piper seemed to have some questions like, God, why can't we get money for a damn track? And why can't we do this? Mm -hmm. And if she found out that she was driving a Beamer or, or Mercedes yeah. or whatever the hell it was. Isn't that, isn't that how Larry started doing the interviews? Is that she brought it to his attention? Mm. Or, yeah, well, no, that's what... That's what, I mean, yeah, so he talked about how much the thing is underfunded, and the, I think the investigative journalist or the PBS guy kind of, like, picked that as a thread, mm -hmm. and it feels like that's an open issue, that, that maybe that that's a thread that he was starting to pull. Yes. But 
you know, and, and I think maybe Fig was freaking out because I have this vague memory of her taking a phone call and we found out that she was in her Mercedes or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember and, her standing in front of her car and then right. she hands out and it's a Mercedes and uh, she's just like, oh, shit. But she, yeah, <laughs> and she was on the phone talking to this guy, I think, trying yeah. to explain about, you know, that stuff. So, yeah, it's. Oh, that's right. And then she offered Piper something. Did she? She did. Wow. I'm, she I, opened the track again or something, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Ah, she opened the running track for Watson. Gotcha. Oh, to keep her quiet. Yeah. We have a good memory. <laughs> hey, it's a, a, a team effort here. <laughs> uh, any, anybody else have anything? Because we are we can uh, we can move to uh, kind of wrap up the conversation as well. Mm, I don't. I'm looking forward to seeing it, though. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, uh, everybody, and uh, super excited to be working with you all in the future. Me too. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Joining us now on the podcast is Nina Perez, proprietor of ProjectFandom.com. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And thanks for volunteering to uh, be part of the Orange and the New Blackcast on uh, Bald Move. I'm really excited to have so many ladies. It just felt... It just felt wrong to have two dudes cover Orange is the New Black. Well, I, yeah, considering there's like, what, maybe three, four men on the show. And they're all assholes. The, I, you know, I was actually taking notes uh, before we got together tonight. And I was like, I was looking at that and I was like, there are no good male characters on this show. Wait, Bennett? Wait, wait, which one? Oh, is he the, he's the, uh, the guard that got the girl pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of, not really. I mean, he's kind of an ass last season, but like we were talking about this in the previous segment, (laughs) um, that's like, you know, your girlfriend sleeps with another dude to help get you out of this jam and you don't really talk about it. Things can get awkward there. I mean, I, I can't hate him for, for being kind of a dick about that. Yeah, and can I just say that he would have just been fired. Like right. he would he would have just lost his job. There's no way <laughs> I could have gone through with that. That whole deal just made me feel really dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're putting the cart before the horse. We've already started talking yes. about the show. Uh tell the listeners that might not be familiar with what you do, uh what it is you do on Project Fandom. Um, yeah, so I started the website last year. Um, just basically a place to talk about all the pop culture that I consume. I, I, I admit I watch a lot of television. I read a lot of comic books, uh, play a lot of video games. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted a place where I could talk about that stuff with people who shared the same interests and not just, you know, like that stuff, but passionately like that stuff. Sure. Like you would, you know, spend time all week trying to figure out what's going to happen next week on Game of Thrones, you know, like serious fans. Um, and so, yeah, so that's what we do. And then we started the podcast about a few months into the site being launched. And sure. you guys are a huge influence. Um, I don't mind telling you. Uh, <laughs> seriously, I was there, was there was a period of time for months where all I did was gush about your podcast on my Facebook page because um, I love what you guys do so much. But But yeah, so that's basically what we do, except I think – uh, the quality of the television we cover, um, we're not as picky as you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like Jim and I watch a bunch of different stuff, but it's like we have – it's weird. It's like we podcast them on the set of things that we enjoy mm-hmm. that we think are decent enough that other people would enjoy, and we both have to like it. Like yeah. he wanted to do Halt and Catch Fire, and I'm like – 
I like the plot. I kind of hate the characters, and I'm just not sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's like you know, it's that was kind of one of the things we miss. But um, you also uh, one other thing, one, another hobby is you like to pick fights with me on a weekly basis about The Walking Dead. I do. You Every guys, we, goddamn I, podcast, I know that Nina Perez is going to be there riding my ass about something. I get so frustrated. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to admit it now. I get. I don't know why. I think it's because I like you guys so much, uh-huh. and I love the show so much, and it just. I look forward to it. I have fun, even when it's not perfect. I will admit it's not perfect. It is a show that we also cover, and we will point out when things aren't perfect. But it's such an enjoyable hour that when you guys are so negative on it, I just take it personally. I don't know why. I'm sorry. You know, it's the thing is, it's it's just such a tone, because if I could just either hate watch it or watch it like and just joke full time. I think that would be a lot of fun, but the show takes itself serious just enough. Yeah. That I yeah. can't fully shift into that mode. And then when I shift into a holy shit, they're actually making sense and doing good work and there's good acting and writing. They'll do some boner and then yeah. I'm dragged. So it's like, I'm, I'm kind of caught between those worlds. It's, it's tough for me too. It's really yeah. So I don't, I don't take term. it personal. It's just, I love I it don't. so much and I appreciate your opinion so much, but when you, when we disagree, I'm just like, I want to choke you. <laughs> oh, well, it's a good thing you're Atlanta and I'm in Cincinnati. That's unlikely Actually, to happen. Portland, I'm in Portland, Oregon now. Oh, when did you move? Uh, last year. You yeah, need, my company need, moved. You need uh-huh. to update Skype. Because <laughs> I thought you were on the West Coast. And then yeah. when I when I was uh, dialing you, it said uh, Atlanta. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Why wasn't she at the Walker Stalker Con? Yeah, no, I have to I have to update that. Um, yeah, I, my, my company moved me out here <clears throat> a year ago. And then I promptly uh, just quit. So, <laughs> mm. Well, yeah. you're also one last thing. Um, <laughs> you're also an author. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, you've that's got several, my job. several, several books on Amazon. How's that going for you? It's going really well. Would you like um, to plug some? Uh, I guess if you guys like uh, the two genres that I uh, mainly kind of dabble in is uh, YA fantasy, kind of urban fantasy, and um, contemporary romance. I don't really like the term chiclet, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Urban fantasy. So are you a Jim Butcher fan? No, I am not. I don't I don't oh. even think I've ever heard of Jim Butcher. Damn. Um well need to look him up. He's got this Dresden file series. Uh we, we need oh, to geek about okay. that. I've off, heard of that. We need to geek about that offline. He just released uh a book this week and I'm dying to talk to somebody about it, but nobody else reads him. It's very sad. Uh we should probably get to Orange is the New Black. How yes. about that? Yes. Um so you'll be joining us uh I think three times at least, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure which episodes you're were assigned to cover, but let's talk about last season. Um, and actually let's not talk about last season. Let's talk about this upcoming season. What's something that you're hoping for? What's something that you're looking to see in this season? Maybe you didn't get it from last season, or maybe you're hoping that they'll expound a little bit or just what are you, what are you wanting in your heart of hearts, your fan heart of hearts? I want to like Piper more than I do. <laughs> that's one of the things I'm, that's, that's my next topic of being nervous and worried about, but, uh, yeah. t- tell me about, I, I, I understand how do you think okay. they're going to do that? I, you know, I'm hoping that the first season was just like the bumps in the road. Like the situation was new to her. She's finding, uh, I, I think what they're going for is using this situation for her to learn about herself. Right. Um, and I think some of the things she learned about herself, she really didn't like. Right. Um, so I would like to see her you know, take those lessons and, and change a little bit because I did not like her immediately. Me either. Um, yeah. It's the worst part of the show. 
Right. I feel like she suffers from um, it's another show that I actually stopped watching a few years ago, um, Grey's Anatomy. It mm. was the main person, Meredith Grey, is just the worst and not – and it was like the supporting characters were more interesting. And I feel like this show has the same thing where I don't think anybody watches for Piper. No. It's interesting because I, I made that same point last uh, – when I was talking to Amy and the rest earlier in the set, in the podcast, and Amy came back with – do you think the side characters would be as interesting and as free to breathe if it wasn't for Piper basically carrying the burden of moving the plot forward? Like they're free, just kind of orbit around this main plot. They mm. don't really need to move anything forward. They can just be colorful and zany and interesting and, you know, all the different shades and have these in little vignettes and they're wonderful. But if you couldn't make a show, it'd be like a sketch variety show. Piper is the thing that moves everything forward and kind of advances the plot. I guess, but do you think that? But maybe if if it was that type of show, they'd be forced to, I don't know, give them a little bit more substance and maybe be a little less colorful. I will tell you a, another problem I had with the first season was, um, and I tried to, you know, because I knew we were going to record. I was trying to come up with a intellectually sound reasoning for feeling this way but sometimes the stereotypes really rubbed me the wrong way and I know that it wasn't just you know they were showing black women in an unflattering light sometimes but you know there were the the Latinas and um you know Pensatucky but there were times when it was just like it made me uncomfortable and I was right. just like enough enough well, like it felt like a lot of shucking and jiving and it just yeah and I'm, I'm hoping they tone that back a little bit you know, it's interesting because I don't know if you listened to the wrap-up cast me and Susan and Amy did last year, but I was listening to an NPR interview with Gingy Cohen, and I was kind of shocked and horrified by the way she was talking, how she casted these women. She's like, you know, I had a casting call for, you know, mid uh, mid twenty uh, or 25-year-old black woman ghetto and oh. like all this other – and it's like, okay. Um, I And, you know, I'm just thinking of a, an actress reading – for the want ads and there's this wonderful show, but it's like, you know, they're, they're wanting this like really gross stereotype. On the other hand, I imagine there are characters like that in prison. Yes. I was just going to say, and that's what makes it rough. Like, as I said, I was thinking about why it bothered me so much. And I mean, it's not unlike, um, I don't know. Did you watch Oz? Yeah. I mean, I actually um, watched the first season on kind of the bald move off season. Mm -hmm. um, it did, so I didn't love it because it's, it's a it's one of those shows that's dated and it shows its age. Yeah. And yeah. you could tell it was edgy at the time, but in the world of Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones right, and Supreme, right. it's it's really lost some of that kind of probably shock appeal. Um mm -hmm. but no, I, I go ahead with the I I'll yeah, probably I was just I was just thinking that I, I mean, th this show and Oz are the only two that I can think of that I've ever watched is like based in a, a federal prison. And they did the same thing. You know, they had like, it's just, I don't know. I guess it's, I don't know. Can you call it like a trope if it's, it, I guess it really is this way. And I wouldn't know. I've never been to prison, but, <laughs> but I mean, if, if we believe the shows, they are kind of segregated that way. And I'm sure, I mean, I now think that that's part probably. That part I feel is very accurate. That I've right. I've read some books. I actually, uh, Amy had read whoever the real life Piper's book, mm -hmm. and I've also read a, a couple other accounts of people being in prison. And I guess when you go into prison, your racial identity is the most important thing. And you know the the blacks get together the blacks, the Latinos mm -hmm. get together the Latinos, the white guys get together the white guys, and you kind of form that tribal thing because it is. 
you know, it's it's not a nice place, and it's not a place where people that are that are civilized and buy right. into the social contract and all that. You know, so, so then I wonder if they play that up to. Um, I don't. I'm not saying the show is doing this, but maybe I'm giving them more credit. But I wonder then, do they play that up because you feel like you? it's important to find a place to belong. Cause we saw with Piper, like she kind of struggled with that in the first few episodes, right? A woman she's just a country. Like, yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering then if, you know, if it, if you feel like those women maybe aren't that way when they're not in there, you know what I mean? But when you get there, you kind of have to play up the kind of, you know, neck twirling, sister girl, finger snapping. It just, right. Uh, yeah. That rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, but yeah, no. I mean, I I would say that if 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 being racist is a survival strategy for prison, that if you're not racist, you'll probably become that. Right. And right. then when you get out of that situation, and I think that's interesting to see how the women behaved when they kind of paired off into smaller, like for example, to see Tasty and Pussy, mm-hmm. uh, how they interacted when there was just you know they didn't have to put up a front or they didn't have to act tough, and even girls like Red, you know, how they could be vulnerable when they weren't being, you know, this alpha chick that's trying right. to not show vulnerabilities. And again, you know, this is supposed to be a minimum security prison, so it's not mm-hmm. like. It isn't Oz, and I think that was the interesting thing to how they played with our expectation of blood and violence and, oh, my God, Boo's got the screwdriver. Someone's going to get shivved. The only one that really dies is a drug overdose. Right. I was thinking that, too, actually, because I was I had recapped um, some like the first seven episodes last year. I was right the on. idiot that watched it week one a week. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Because <laughs> nobody watches TV that way anymore. Yeah, um, I'm if, nervous if that can. that's how we're covering on Bald Move just because I don't think – there's no way to coordinate six people to do like a House of Cards style Bald Move marathon over a yeah. single weekend. It would be awesome if we could all get together in one house and have a big slumber party and do that. Right. But just the logistics of it. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I remember um, when I read my thoughts on the earlier episodes, um, I think I started the very first one with saying, you know, I would not do well in prison because, <laughs> I mean, I think the very first scene with uh, Piper and Tasty, she was like, girl, you got them TV titties. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, mm-hmm. <laughs> could you, I'm like, can you imagine this, you know, being molested in the shower your first day? Like, I really expected there to be a lot more um, violence and everything than there was. And you're right. It wasn't until the girl overdosed. And then of course, in the finale. Oh, that's with, true. Um, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? No, oh, no. Yeah. That's, I said, that's, yeah, that's true. Uh, with Pinsatucky. Yes, that was a little shocking. Right. Um, a lot shocking, actually. Especially since it came from Piper. <laughs> yes, yeah. And um and I don't know. I don't I haven't heard anything. I've been, I've honestly I've been kind of staying away from uh the previews mm-hmm. and the little trail. I don't think I've seen anything to be honest with you. Um mm-hmm. so I don't even know like if she sticks around, if she, did she kill her? I mean, Do it you want to know because I have the answer, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, and we talked about this in a previous segment, so it's a little little spoiler if you consider casting new spoilery. But the woman who plays Pensatucky has been confirmed as a, a season two regular. So oh, okay. that's either okay. a fake out just to keep us in suspense, or maybe right. it's flashback. Maybe she'll be a ghost, or maybe uh, Piper beat all the chicklets out of her head, and now she gets her the new set of teeth she's been wanting. <laughs> oh God, that would be lovely. So it's, a, it's a blessing in, in disguise for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I. Uh, uh, agree with all those points. Um, this is going to be interesting because my next question is going to be, what are you kind of nervous for? And I feel like the things you art- articulated, what you're hopeful for could be just a flip coin of what you're worried about. 
Exactly. Um, you know, I, again, I watched the first seven episodes, like one a week, like a fool. And, um, and then it wasn't, and then I, I honestly, the things that I didn't like about it, that Uh made me that the things that I'm nervous about going into season two, those are the things that kind of made me stop at episode seven. And it wasn't until maybe a couple of months ago that I finally went and just binge watch the rest. And I'm not Mm -hmm. sure how many that was. I don't, was it 12 episode or 13 episode season? 13, but don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah. So, and then I binge, binge watched that. And then there were aspects of that. Like, I really liked the reveal about uh, Crazy Eyes. Mm, uh, right. Yeah, that was insane. And I, and it, this, the one scene that really sticks out for me that was just heartbreaking was when she asked, why do people call her Crazy Eyes? Right. Oh my God, that broke my heart. And yeah. so I want to see more of that stuff. And I want to see a fleshing out of her character and Tasty, who I personally, I just think the actress that plays Tasty is just gorgeous. I do too. Love, love Tasty. Oh my God, her skin, everything about, she's just flawless. And she's, I've, I follow her on Instagram and on Twitter and she's just so sweet and down to earth and just right. gorgeous. And right. I want to see more of that character kind of fleshed out. But yeah, I'm hoping that they, that Piper kind of, we see Piper go through a meaningful change or at least the beginning of one. Um, but yeah, and then also I yeah, I would kinda like to see a male character that's not a douchebag. Like Healy, I thought from when I was reading the my thoughts on the first episode, Healy was kinda nice. I was like, Oh, he's gonna be good for Piper. And then he's like this homophobic, scuzzy they're all awful. There are no good male characters on this show. No, he really showed his ass and he's like the stereotypical quote unquote nice guy who right. you know, is nice to to an end. And then mm-hmm. when that end what is is you know he's vindictive and you know uh, he's kind of I don't know it's, he's really gross and um, you know it's a kind of he holds the fate of Piper in his hands at the end of the season it'll be interesting to see how that all kind of plays out yeah um, you know I the thing I'm the what I said I was ner- nervous about is the fact that Jinji Cohen won't get the fact that Piper is the the least interesting thing about the show, and she'll continue to devote way too much screen time to her and Larry's relationship, which I find very gross. I find Larry disgusting. He's about <laughs> the work uh, in in a universe with Healy and porn stash. I find him about as revolting. <gasps> Wait, why? Refresh my memory. He's uh, just such a needy, manipulative, dishonest person. And I know Piper is too. And they kind of deserve each other. But it's just I, – I, that makes – that kind of relationship makes my fucking skin crawl. Okay, fair enough. So ugh. anyway, <laughs> um, but I, I – in fact, I, I kind of hope he slips on a banana peel and dies in the first episode and we never see him again. <laughs> Oh, poor Jason Biggs. You just want him out of a job. He's terrible. I mean, he's okay. He 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 owns the American Pie space. Yeah. He yeah. does not belong in even a dramedy, you know. In, yeah. If, if there's a draw in the midi, he needs to be out. <laughs> well, the, what the creator's name again? What how do you say her name? Jinji? I think it's Jinji Cohen. Okay. I can't believe I'm asking you how I, to pronounce someone's right? name. Right. Well, that means there's a 99.1% chance you're you're pronouncing it wrong if you're asking me. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um but yeah, I I was a fan of weeds and I felt like sure. that kind of dropped off a lot. Yeah. Um common complaint. And, 
Yeah, and oddly enough, I tell people when they got rid of all the brown people, that show got horrible. Like the black people disappeared and uh, Guillermo uh, Diaz, he's uh-huh. now on Scandal, his character disappeared. And I just kind of felt like when all the people of color left. So now, I don't know, maybe I'm a little worried, especially to hear that she cast these supporting roles in these, you know, kind of stereotypical forms, you know, but, heavy um, set ghetto black woman, you know, yeah. meth out, tweaked out. Like, you know, like one another trash. was like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, early 20s Latina chola type. And I'm like, yeah. ah. but, you know, uh, they do exist. Yeah, in now the you world. got me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I just, I don't know. She's uh, an interesting character herself. Uh, how about a solid prediction? Mine was, I'll go first while you're thinking. Um, okay. Mine was that they teased violence and death last season. I actually think um, there will be someone that gets shivved or killed or somehow Oz styled. Uh, done away with this th- this season that they're going to invert the expectation again. Ah, that's a good. Yeah, that's. A, did you? But you didn't put any like solid like definitive. I can't. This yeah, I, I can't. I can't make that prediction because there's so many different ways it can go. Do you go with the ones that are like, uh, you know the uh, you know, is it one of the more vulnerable ones like the girl mm-hmm. who doesn't speak, or is it going to be? The, uh, you know, hippie yoga instructor, is it, you know, or is it going to be one of the more overtly tough ones or is it going to be, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like a death prediction is strong enough on its own. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And I, and I feel like, oh God, I'm on the spot now. Um, so, uh, okay. A prediction. How about for the, um, relationship between Alex? I think there was some, uh, if I remember correctly, there was also some speculation whether or not, uh, Laura, Prep on, Prep on? Yeah. yeah. Whether or not she was going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay. This is a little lame, and you did put me on the spot, but I'm wondering if there's going to be some kind of fucked up triangle between her and uh, Piper and Nikki. Is it Nikki the? Oh gosh, I can't think of her name right now. She had the scar because she had the surgery. Man, Natasha. That's. Uh, are you talking about the? One that was thinking, saying she's going to get married. No, that's okay. It's the one that was sleeping with the one that thought she was going to get oh, married. Oh, 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 okay. All yeah. right. Because I think didn't the season end with her and and um, Alex having sex? I thought towards the end they hooked up. That's possible. I honestly don't. I lost track of who all was stupping who. Yeah, yeah. Which so, is I apparently mean, that's I, their I, thing. You you turn violently racist and you turn violently lesbian when you go to oh, prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. It's a lame one, but I'm sorry you put me on the spot. <laughs> hey, no problem. I appreciate uh any other thoughts you got on the upcoming season um or anything we've neglected? Uh no, I think we yeah, I had questions about Pensatucky's fate, but it seems like she's sticking around. I think um so, yeah. I want to see more of um Crazy Eyes, Tasty, I want those fleshed out some more. Definitely need some backstory because Crazy Eyes' backstory has got to be, you know, she's got those waspy, like, uh, uh, college professor, uh, uh, you you know, parents. Yeah. And, you know, she's got that Shakespearean beat poet background. Like, that. there's got to be some really cool stuff going on there. I'm really looking forward to that. I really am. And um, and then just to see where that whole uh, – the thing with Daya and her pregnancy yeah. and her trying to – like, that That made me feel so dirty. <laughs> Every time that those, those scenes were played out, I was just like, this is so horrible. But uh, I, I am curious to see where it goes. And then finally, Miss Claudette, which – Yeah. Um, I, 
What happened with I don't remember. Like people were saying she got sent to maximum I think security. she got sent to the shoe for like may a long maybe forever. I don't know if we'll ever see her again. Which oh, she was one of the suck. she's a great character. I'm yeah. also interested in seeing um if Red can win the kitchen back. Mm-hmm. Rest yeah. it from the uh, Latinas that have uh, got control over it now, and because yeah. that's kind of her whole identity. It is, it is, and I and I like that character because I like, like you said, when we saw her story, how um, I think I enjoyed her flashbacks probably the most at, um, after um, Miss Claudette's, but the whole sure. you know wanting to fit in with the the you know Russian women that uh, were, you know, the wives of the men that her husband really looked up to and how awful they were to her. And it's just such a juxtaposition to how she's like so feared in prison. <laughs> yeah, she's, um, she's kind of like the Russian uh, female version of Walter White. And mm, that she's just mm. unassuming person that then, you know, had these qualities that made her shine. And she gave the advice to these Russian mafia guys. And then she became part of this. It's just, I think it's, she's really fascinating. I would love to see more of her backstory because we never, we saw a lot of shady shit going on between her and her husband, how they got in trouble with the mob, but we really never saw the thing. I don't think. I don't think so either. We never saw the instigating thing that got her actually put away. Yeah. She got in there and found her inner Heisenberg. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Nina? No, I think that's it. I'm really excited. And again, I'm ridiculously flattered that you even thought of me. Seriously, you guys are such an inspiration and you are honestly the Stop reason <laughs> that I – No, seriously, you are – you got you and Jim and Mad Brew when you guys were doing the Night's Watch are the reason that John and Megan and I sit down and think that anybody would even care to hear our thoughts on The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, but we have so much fun doing it. And you guys are the best. Thank well, you super, so much for super, asking. Super flattered. And I think uh, you're really smart and funny and insightful. And I uh, uh, hope some Bald Move fans get turned on to your guys' stuff as well. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks to uh, tackle a couple episodes together. No problem. See you next week All soon. Right. So that's it for our preview cast. Hope you've enjoyed uh, getting back in touch with the ladies of Litchfield. Women's Correctional Center, Federal Prison. I hope you've enjoyed meeting the new co-hosts, at least some of them that will be joining our show. If you have feedback for this episode or any of the ones coming up, do me a giant favor. Identify which episode that you've seen leading up to your feedback because it's going to be very hard. If you marathon the whole series this weekend and I'm trying to do episode one, it would be very hard for me to organize my notes otherwise. But if you'd like, just mention in the either subject or mention in the first sentence, hey, I've seen through episode three or this feedback is for episode four or whatever, that would really help me out a lot. But you can send that to orange at baldmove.com. You can also join. uh, I will be posting a weekly watch thread as well as a weekly podcast thread on facebook.com slash baldmove. You can post stuff to Jim, but he won't know what the hell you're talking about at bald move but he would appreciate you following him because uh you know that's the kind of guy he is if you'd like to support us because again none of this would be possible if i was still working a day job i'd not have time to do all these extra podcasts and you can support us by using our subable.com slash bald move account it's a free no obligation subscription service but you can also choose to give us some money every month a dollar a couple bucks uh, and it goes straight to producing our podcast. And it, you don't get not nothing out of the deal. Not only do you get all of our fantastic podcasts, but you can save up each dollar that you spend as perk dollars. And you can trade those in for really cool 
and unique personalized merchandise, as well as all the way up to custom audio recordings, custom podcast commissions, just all kinds of stuff. Check it out, subbable.com slash baldmove. You can also use your Amazon.baldmove.com link. It's super simple. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.baldmove.com. It takes you right to Amazon, but the difference is now when you buy things online, you're going to send us a little bit of love, and it costs you nothing. There's no hidden fees, no shipping or handling. For some reason, Jeff Bezos just opens his wallet and lets us take money out of it. Help us do that. And also help us uh, get the show off the ground by going to iTunes. If you enjoyed us, go to iTunes, rate and review us. I'm very excited about the new season. I'm very excited about the new format and all my new co-hosts. Can't wait. We'll see you next Thursday for episode one. And each Thursday thereafter, we'll have a new episode until the series is done. Until then, I'm Aaron, and uh, welcome back.